Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Audrey Blais about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the Yacht and Beach Club Convention Center. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Audrey. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I am so excited. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) So I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to be married at Walt Disney World. Actually, my now husband is a very shy person, so he doesn't like the idea to have a, a big wedding with hundreds of people and to be the center of the attraction all the day. So we have discussed it and we agreed to have like a small wedding with only a few friends and or close family. And then some years ago, I just, I don't remember how, but I found your podcast and the picture and your guidebook and I just read it and we just agreed to like do a Disney wedding because we are a big fan of Disney. We went in Florida so many times so it was like natural to just decide to have our wedding there and also it uh, was a good reason to only invite a few people so the rest of the family was not sad about it. We understand that we cannot invite everyone. That's a good point. Now, you guys are in Canada. So how did the friends and family that you did invite, how did your friends and family react when they found out you were being married in Florida? Most of my friends were a little bit sad, but they understand because I'm a very big fan, like a freak fan of Disney. (laughs) So... They were, oh, it's going to be so you and it will represent you. We went to Disney every two years or we tried to. And my family, well, they, I don't think they had any um, like comments on it. They were just, uh, oh, okay, great. So uh, if we can see photo when you're coming back, it will be good. So uh, it was okay. (laughs) So how many guests did you invite down to Disney and how many were able to make the trip? We invited 24 guests and 18 made the trip. That's great. Did you choose to set up a room block? Uh, We cannot because we were from Canada. We have decided to take a whole week at Disney. So it was like a big family and friend vacation. So we had a package with the room, the ticket and the dining plan. So we were not eligible for the room block. Ah, got it. Okay. How did you choose the day of the week and the time of day for your wedding? We went with the day that the expenditure were the less. 
And because in Canada, the planes are mostly on Sunday or Saturday. So I chose to get married on Tuesday because it was in the half of our trip. So it left us the time to arrive, to go on Sundays in the park, have the wedding, then go to the park again and then go home. Okay. How did you choose the ceremony and reception venues? For the ceremony, number one condition was uh, a place with uh, air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, because in Canada, it's very cold. Like I am uh, from Quebec, so the average temperature is four degrees Celsius. So it's very cold and <laughs> we are not very heat resistant. So the Florida is very heat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And... This was the number one reason. The number two was mostly because it is so gorgeous and it, it doesn't need to have many decors or flowers to be to look great. So at this point, I was saving money. So this was another reason why we chose the wedding pavilion. Great. Which ballroom did you use at the Yacht and Beach Club Convention Center and how did you choose it? When we plan our dream wedding, we... We have planned to have a dessert party to see the elimination at Epcot. So for me, it was more practical to have a room near the Epcot. So the Seabrook room was a little. I think the maximum guest that it can have is like 25 person, something like that. So for our wedding, we were training. It was perfect. And also, it has been refurbished a couple months before our wedding. And when my uh, wedding coordinator sent me the photo, it was exactly in the same colors that our wedding, so navy and off-white. So it was like a sign. It was really the, the perfect room. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, did you use any outside vendors for your wedding? Yes, we use, for the hair and makeup, we use Patricia Lejeune from Hair and Makeup Artistry. So she came with our team at uh, our resort. And for photography, we use Jenna Anderson from the White Rabbit Photo. She came from California, so uh, we were very, very lucky. Wow. Now, for your reception, did you add any kind of entertainment, like a DJ or characters? Yes, we had Mickey, who was invited to join us during the, the dance. But we, we do not have a DJ, because, mostly because it was um, very expensive. Ah. And we are not, absolutely not great dancers. Sylvain and I, we don't like to dance. We are horrible when we dance. <laughs> so now I am really serious. This is awful. We, yeah, I cannot describe it. So the dance was not a part very important for us. So we have decided instead to bring our own Bluetooth speaker. And we have made some playlists before we travel. So we just listened to our music and it was uh, very fine. That's a great idea. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? Yes. We have two flavors for our cake. The first layer was that churros, mm. which was 
wow, exceptional. <laughs> but my favorite one was the raspberry and buttercream. This one was like oh, absolutely magical. The taste was so good. And even at these days, like all my guests, when we see each other all the time, they were, they were like, Oh my God, Audrey, I would like to, to taste another, another piece of cake. It was so, so delicious. So this one, um, I would like to have the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you tell my listeners a little bit about the dessert party you added at Epcot? For us, one of the important things in our wedding was to have a little event that if you go to Disney only as a, a small family, you cannot have access to. So the dessert party is one of them because we are coming from Canada, so we cannot reserve a large place only for two persons. So we have decided to reserve it at the Italy Isola. It was the first time we have seen illumination fireworks it was we were there at this place so it was a, a special place for us and also it has some of, of the best view you can have in the picture are, the picture are just really beautiful so so it was the the perfect place for us that's wonderful do you have any desserts you would recommend from the party we went really classic dessert so we had the Mickey pretzel the churros and the gray stuff cupcakes. So one sweet and one salt uh, dessert. Ah, great. Now you added a ride mix into your dessert party. What ride did you choose? Actually, we did choose the test track at Epcot. But at the time that we chose our wedding date, the extra magic hour schedule was, was not available. So a couple months before our wedding, my wedding coordinator contacted me and just said, Hey, Audrey, the ride mix it is not possible because finally there is some extra magic hour at your wedding day. Mm. So she asked me if I prefer to cancel the ride mix or just change my wedding date. And I was not very happy to change my the date. So... I asked them if it was possible to do it another time in the week. So she contacted the, I think it's the park operators. And because my argument was that at the time that we chose our wedding date, I didn't know that this evening the right meeting could not be possible. And we have chosen all the venue to see in function of the elimination fireworks. So for me, it was not. It, it was not fair. Right. So I asked her if she could do something for me. And it was very exceptional, but we could do our ride mixing the night before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. So we initially chose the test track, but finally we were not lucky during the, the trip. It rained every night, every oh. single night of our trip except for the night of the wedding. So when we arrived, it was like a big storm. It was horrible. We were we were like soaked. And then our cast member just uh, announced to us that we were finally going to do the soaring. Ah. Yeah, the soaring. So we did the, this one. I see. So you went on soaring instead of test track because of the rain. Yes, exactly. 
Got it. Okay. So how did that work since you were only in the park to do the ride mix-in? Did you just have all your guests meet at one of the gate? You went, you did the ride mix-in, and then you left? Yes, exactly. Huh. Interesting. They gave us some... Um, because the, the day before the wedding, I went to the, the wedding pavilion, and I bring all my personal stuff for the, the day after. So they gave me some paper band. So... With this, we can just enter the park without having some ticket for the day. We did the the ride, and then we go back to our resort. Got it. Okay. Can you give me a timeline of how your day fit together? Yes. At 8 a.m., I wake up, and then my friends and family went in my room. At 9 a.m., the air and makeup team arrived. They have done our air three hours, and by noon, a minivan comes to take me and one of my friends to bring us to the bride rooms at the wedding pavilion. So there I have a, a, a photography session. So I was putting my dress and getting ready for the, the videographer and the photography. Later in the day, Others minivan bring their groom and the party to the wedding pavilion. The ceremony was at two and a half p.m. After the ceremony, we uh, we take picture at the wedding pavilion, and then at three thirty, there was a surprise for our guests. Uh, a big uh, Disney bus transportation bring them to the yacht club for the cocktail hour, and during this time we. We have taken picture inside the Grand Floridian. After that, it was, I think, because the time ran so fast during that day, I think it was like 4 and 30 or 4.15. The bus came to bring us to the Yacht Club. We have the dinner from 5 to 8 p.m. Mickey joined us for the last 30 minutes. And after that, it was the dessert party from 9 to 10 p.m. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? The most important aspect was the food. It's something that Sylvain and I, we really liked when we went to, when we go to Disney. So it was important for us that our guests discovered some taste of Disney that we like so food was the number one important aspect number two was the guest experience so as i said it was important for me that we add some like some event or some experience that we could not afford if we go to disney only as a couple or as a family and the third was the photography and videography got it what were some of the menu items that you would recommend? Our favorite meal is the filet mignon at the Celier Steakhouse in the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. So we asked for it at our dinner, and the chef could make it. So he asked for the recipe at the Canada Pavilion. So this was like the highlight of all the dinner. It was so perfect. The meat was so good. I think that. If I want to, I did not have to use my knife to cut the meat. It was so perfect. So 
I will say that this was one of my favorite things. And the other one was we had for an entry. It was the Parmesan dust meatballs on creamy polenta. Mm. This is simply yummy. It's delicious. It melts in the mouth. So really, this one was a big success. That sounds great. So what aspects of planning were less important, where you saved some money or just your effort? We saved some money on the flowers because at the end of the day, you cannot bring flowers with you. And for me, it was not an important aspect because all the venue, like the, the wedding venue, the reception or the ceremony, they are so beautiful by themselves that I don't think they really need to have so many flowers. And we save also money on the DJ because we don't have one. Right. Okay. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? This is a very difficult one because I have many. But the most wonderful that I, that I liked is um, when Mickey arrived. The time with Mickey was just magical. And it was a big surprise. This is one of the only things that our guests, they didn't know he was coming. So we tell them through the day, like there was going to be a fireworks, there was going to be a ride mixing, but they didn't know for Mickey. And just to see their face, it was, like I said, it was magical. And it was very funny too, because at some point, Mickey entered he begins to dance with the guests. And then my my mother came to see me and she was like, oh my God, this lad just sent you Mickey. Was it planned? And I was like, um, maybe. And she was like, oh my God, is it a gift? Like they are, they are so generous. And oh my God, she was, she could not believe that Mickey was there. <laughs> and she was really thinking that it was a gift from Disney, but in my mind, I was like, no, I have paid in, so it is not a gift, but for our guests, yes. <laughs> so it sounds like the ride mix-in was kind of a snafu, but it turned out to be okay. Did anything else go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? It was really not such big thing, only small ones. When I received my my wedding bouquet, I asked for... Because I, I, we had a filling session in Disney a couple of months before. In April, we went to, uh, to Disney to have a filling session. Mm-hmm. And I bring some pictures and photos that, that I like for bouquet. And I asked for purple, white, and lila colors. And when they bring it to me, it was a perfectly round, dark red rose oh. with purple and white, it was horrible. <laughs> like, we don't have any red color or any of that color in our wedding. So I just look at it and I start to laugh because at this point, I cannot do anything about it. So my wedding coordinators <laughs> looked at me and was like, oh, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm perfect, but this is not what I asked. So I don't know how she did it. But she take my phone with one of the pictures that I liked. She run to the florist. And 20 minutes later, I have the perfect floral bouquet that I asked for at the first time. Wow. So when, yeah, when we say that 
Disney offer a great service. It's true. I don't know how she how she did it. It must take some time to build some, this kind of bouquet, but for them, it was like a 20 minutes and poof, magical. <laughs> now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? Yes. The biggest one was my English, because as you can heard, I'm a French-Canadian, so... With all my travels to Disney, my English improved, but I have uh, an accent, and sometimes I, I search my word. What stressed me the most with my English was to not understand a part of a contract. Mm. So, at chance, my husband, his English is very good. So, he helped me with all the details to read all the contracts, but this was the aspect that stressed me the most. And finally, each time I'm saying to me, well, just do your best. Your English is not perfect. But I always find a way to people to understand me. So so you just have to to to, to try. And it was like a dream. So at the time that we were planning our wedding, I don't want my English to be a problem. So I really make effort to improve my English. So, so it was it. Maybe when I was planning, there are some other things that were big deals at the time. But now that my wedding is over, I can say that the only big thing that, that I keep in mind is my English. <laughs> <laughs> well, your English is way better than my French. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, now, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Yes, instead of um, the ceremony at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I will have taken the, the ceremony before that, so like at noon. Because during the day, like I said, the food was very important to us. So we had a big cocktail hour. We had uh, a four-plated meal. So it was a lot of food. And then when we arrived, to the dessert party, I cannot eat any kind of food. I was just full. Oh. So I only take a bite of the pretzel and I taste the churros, but I, I don't eat any of the cupcakes. And all of my guests, they were like, oh, there is so much food, but I cannot take any more. I am full. And so, so if we had the ceremony in the morning, then we can have some time to to do the cocktail hour and then wait before the dinner and then wait before the the dessert party. So it will have been better for uh, for our stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's interesting because often people will say, well, you know, I'm getting married in the morning and is it going to be weird to have a gap? But here you're recommending that a gap is actually beneficial because then you can really appreciate all your food. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I would like to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Yes, I would like to say don't be shy to ask anything. So if you have an idea and you don't know if it's possible, just ask and see what the answer is. Like, I don't know if it's only at my wedding, but for my wedding vendors, I ask 
to have the that they have the same meal that we had at our party. So the cellier filet mignon with the potato and the vegetables and everything like that. And the vendor meals is very less expensive than the guest meals. But the but finally when I asked them after the dinner, the my vendors said to me that they had the same exactly meal that we had and they were so happy huh. because it was one of the most uh, memorable and good food that they that they eat in Disney. So this was great because I have read somewhere that they had like a sandwich or like another type of dinner. But for us, the, the chef was okay and he did the same as us. So it was very, really perfect. And I will say also to, to use the, the strength of each other. Like Sylvain, he, he was very good in English. So he helped me with the, to read the contract and to speak with uh, some vendors. But on the other side, all the flowers, centered pieces, or things like that. He was absolutely not interested in that. So I chose all these things all by myself because this was not something that he was interested in. So, yeah, just, like, make compromise. And and also, when I listen to you, your podcast, I think that almost every bride say, just let Disney do what they do the best. So don't be too um, controlling on everything. And they are so right. Disney are very good. They can handle every problem. So so you just have to, to be confident that it's going to be a great day. And just let them do, the, do their work. Their work, you will be surprised. And it will be a wonderful day. That's wonderful advice. Well, Audrey, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding or a vow renewal at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Great. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. 